Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año felicidad. Boom, boom, boom. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Wow. Christmas Eve Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas Eve today, but when you hear it, it'll be Christmas post Eve. What song were you gonna what? play? <laughs> that one. Oh, okay. What did you think <laughs> I was gonna play? I just went with it because it sounded right. <laughs> I was trying to start a song and he just interrupted me. It wasn't even a Christmas song. I was gonna just, I was gonna sing. I had a little I am or something. I was, <laughs> I was about to sing, uh, you know, you know the one. Yep. Yep. You don't even need to tell them. <laughs> they know. They know. Anyways. Feliz Navidad, everybody. Well played. Yep, today is Christmas Eve, and we're here. Welcome to we our you. holly jolly festive post-Christmas episode. We call this the Precious Taters Holiday Special. Oh, do we? We have creative differences on that. <laughs> Christmas Taters. I call it walking in a tater wonderland. Wow. Yeah, or maybe... It's a wonderful tater. Maybe tater tots roasting on an open fire, perhaps. Why would you roast a tater tot on a fire? Hey, 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 hey. don't question my methods. <laughs> it could be good, you don't know. We could try it, that'd be fun. That'd be fun, it'd be Deck great. the tots. There you go. <laughs> Bowels of holly. Deck the tots. <laughs> I'm just immediately picturing like... Poncho! Hey! Oi! Piss off! That's what you get, man. You get his freaking paw stuck in the couch. Anyways, Hobbs, what a festive little cat. He's been. A minute. This is his first Christmas on this earth. And he promptly destroyed half of our nice little glass ornaments that my wife wanted to hang close to the bottom of the tree. Of course. For some reason. I did warn her. Also, this tree is from Devin's work, and it yeah. looks a little sad. Devin, what kind of stuff are you guys growing those trees with to make them die so fast? Uh, probably uh, a mixture of uh, cocaine and heroin. Wow. I don't know where you obtained that, <laughs> but I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to call the authorities to come and seize your operation. Sorry. It's hopefully a good the, fertilizer. Hopefully the broken ornaments <laughs> are all the heirloom ones that you're wanting to hang on to for life. Oh, yeah, dude. Like... The classic, like, baby first Christmas yep. from me yep. and Mandy and... Grandmother's, you know, ancient ornament. Great-grandma's. Oh, I got this from my quick... She made this one for this me. This came Prompt. over on the Mayflower. She quilted this. <laughs> Shredded it to pieces. <laughs> this tastes pretty good, man. I'm feeling festive. That type of thing, you know? Yeah, the usual. He didn't actually destroy that many, but he definitely got the ones on the lower branches. No, this tree's funny. I put a bunch of water in the bottom and just won't drink it. 
Did you guys get a cut on the bottom? Yeah, I cut it. Okay. Interesting. With my own hands. It's a sad tree. It doesn't want to die. You killed it. Doesn't want to die. It's killing itself. It's got everything it needs. Well, the it's... thing is, <laughs> the thing with these Douglas fir trees. Oh, are you about to instruct me? Yes, I am. Mm. They will die the quickest for sure. They'll like start shedding needles like crazy. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's because uh, that's why they're the cheapest ones. Yeah, because they grow real fast, so you can sell them quicker. Also die fast. Yeah. But the nobles are probably the best ones. Uh, actually, the Normans will hold the longest. Mm, yeah? How come you didn't tell me that when I was there? Because you didn't see me. Oh, wow. And I didn't see you. So it's nobody's fault. Yep, it mm. is. Just file that away for next year. Norderman. True. They're just a lot more expensive. I like blue spruce. At They're the, pretty. The Norman is pretty close to that. It's beautiful. Also, next year, put your tree up on a little table like we mm -hmm. did, and it'll make the cat work harder. How do you oh, put a really? six-foot tree on I don't think it'll make table? him work harder. I think it'll excite him more, and he'll rip it, fall down, and boom, smash everything. Perhaps. You know, He's like, oh, what's that? What's that up on a table? Yeah, hang it from the ceiling. <laughs> tie a rope around it and, like, well, hang it from the hook in the ceiling. These ceilings are low enough that the cat will just... Get Jump figure it out. Anyway. Hang it in the center of the room. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh my gosh, what is that? Welcome to my Christmas home. Home. Looks like you executed it. <laughs> Swing in there, just like. Lynch the Christmas tree. Oh, what the heck is going on here? Swinging back and forth. Uh, 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 Thursday, uh, we burned a bunch of Christmas trees. Oh, I did see that on that the gram. That was a lot of fun. That makes some heat. They're like, those Merry Christmas, y'all, and they're like burning all the... Those things go up. <laughs> you monsters! It's it not even Christmas. I know what we should do. We should get a bunch of Tannerite or like gasoline. And we should take all of our Christmas trees on New Year's and blow them up. Wow. Redneck style. With mm. a shotgun. Right. It'd be so fun. Can you imagine? Or just dump a bunch of diesel on there and let it burn real good. Mmm. I don't have diesel. It's expensive, dude. I think I have the money to go out and buy diesel. You could. Waste it on a tree. <laughs> Come on. No, you should get, like, just a bunch of, like, I don't know, eight-ounce cups. Just put them, like, sporadically in, like, this pit <laughs> of just gasoline. And then just throw, like, a Molotov in there or something and just... That was incredibly specific <laughs> for a super random event. Why don't you just get a bunch of eight-ounce cups? You've been thinking about this. Put them sporadically in a pit with gasoline and then throw a Molotov in there. I'm like, is the tree in there too or is it just a fire pit? Like, <laughs> And why eight-ounce cups? I don't know. It's a good size. That's how my granddad lost his eyebrows. Well, if you, that's why you throw the Molotov so it doesn't... You too much. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be at a distance. You can't be like striking a match and then running away. Hey, by the way, our special guest this episode for our Holly Jolly Holly Tater Miss, yeah, whatever, Tater Tater Christmas is uh, my father, Adam Miller. Once again, he's been here before. Back when Devin couldn't be here, and now we're all together. Now we're all together. Yeah, welcome, welcome, fam. Yes, exactly. Tribe. Now, see, we were talking about fire pits and burning people's hair, eyebrows off. <laughs> Tell us the story about when you and Grandpa Ron lit a freaking bonfire and it exploded so loud that it shook the windows on Grandma Dana's house. 
Okay. Tell me the events. <clears throat> we piled detail. up a bunch of random stuff, as you will, if you're going to do a nice bonfire. And we used, I want to say it was five gallons of fuel. Five gallons? We interspersed it <laughs> evenly throughout the pile. Oh, I don't gosh. think it was very even. And, uh, and then we threw a match from afar. And it. Okay, hold on. It was a loud. You have to clarify. Exciting <laughs> explosion. You have to clarify because I've tried throwing a match and you can't really throw it that far with it still being lit. So how close were you really? Oh, I like think it was play. one of those stick matches that are like the not the little flimsy ones you get with the book oh, of matches, okay. but the, oh, okay. the, the try stick to that's lit. actually got some where you can flick it. Right. And it actually goes somewhere. I believe that's what we used. Nice. So yes, it was impressively loud the, and the impact it was it was exciting i was in the house however my mom and my wife and everybody else inside the house thought we had killed ourselves because <laughs> the impact the, the it rattled the windows I think it might have cracked one window. It was a fair distance away from the house too, like in the backyard. Mm. They have a big, pretty big like property that goes back a ways. It was probably it was by that one tree, so it's probably a hundred feet from the house. Yeah, but still. But at any rate, they feared for our our life. It was awesome. Well, because we were just hanging out inside. It was like, fantastic. Oh, Grandpa's gonna go start a burn pile and yeah. boom, like, <laughs> rattling was... the windows on the house. We're like, oh my god, they're dead. <laughs> it it did. It was a bit of a heart stopper, but it was also very satisfying. Well, explosions always are. Yes. I have no complaints on that so, account. Yeah, and the the fear that was laden heavily upon my loved ones was worth it. Mm. Because everybody was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's always seen that way from the perspective of the exploder, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was fine, no problem. How were your eyebrows and stuff? Oh no, no, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Because I heard Grandpa Ron got a little singed. He may have. He may have. <laughs> I'm not sure if he got away as fast as I did. Was he on crutches at this point? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. Like trying to run away. No, <laughs> literally. He was he was fully mobile at that point. Okay, I was gonna say like that's not, yeah, that ain't good. That's kind of messed up. What? Leaving him behind. You left him behind? No. That's why I said he was mobile. <laughs> it's like see you later, old man. It's like wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you bring, Devin? Uh, I'm just eating, eating, uh, consuming eggnog. If you're eating eggnog, <laughs> that better be fudge. <laughs> if you're eating eggnog, you might want to check the expiration date. January 16th, we got time. I'm just saying, if you got to chew your nog, it's probably not good <laughs> at that point. No, your nog. If you mix it enough, it'll turn to like cream, right? Yeah. Could. Hey, man, I was telling these guys about this delectable cinnamon candy that my mom makes for me. It's my favorite thing. It's Homemade. pretty good. It's like cocaine. It's the real deal. We had to open the windows last night because it was going to 
cause us to be, to expire from not being able to breathe oh, because dude. of the cinnamon extract. You use that pure cinnamon extract when you're making candy and you're liable to die. Yeah, it's... No joke. Yeah, you should probably wear a respirator. Throwing it in there with that molten sugar. You should probably wear a respirator when you do it, honestly. It's pretty dangerous. You breathe that in, it burns off the inside layer of your lungs. Hey, no, it's okay. You need a little cleansing now and then. You know, destroys your eyes. You should wear goggles while you're doing it. I mean, because, like, the oils, you know, just goes up in the fumes and... Not safe, man. You should get, like, a Darth Vader mask or something. <laughs> what are you making over there? <laughs> Cinnamon candy. <laughs> uh, Get out of there. Hob just trying to sample mm. the goods before we can. Yeah. So, so what was it, so do you have a do you want to do a rapid fire thing for this Holly Jolly yeah, occasion? Yeah, what, what's going on? We what's can. Going on there? Well, tell before, the, tell we, before we I had an idea to oh, do okay. a rapid fire questions quick. Short questions, quick answers. Okay, then do it. I don't know what However, you're looking for. Oh, wait. I also think we should talk about our favorite Christmas movie. Ooh, yeah. See, oh. I've got... See, but mine changes sometimes. Mine changes, That's too. Fine. Because I don't really watch Christmas movies, to be honest. What's your favorite Christmas movie... As of right now. As of right now. Violent Night. Hands down. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Amen, brother. <laughs> I've not yet uh, viewed that one. Listen, Dad. Oh, you need to. It's actually, We went into it. I went into it, and I was like, "Man, this is probably gonna be cheesy." And I remember stupid. listening to your review of it on the show. Yeah, but it was good, dude. The writing was just. And it made me sort was, of want to watch it. So it was funny. It was, it was great. Freaking funny. It was violent as cuss, hence the name. Yeah, violent. <laughs> but it was funny, dude. <laughs> I think one of my favorite ones is Jingle All the Way classic you know you've got your uh your put that cookie down you got now! sinbad as the uh as the the, the postman who goes postal he's and then you got obviously the terminator as the arnold schwarzenegger the frantic dad who never keeps his promises i was like i'm know? sorry jamie what do you want for christmas <laughs> he's like i want a turbo man I want a doll. turbo man double action with the karate chop arms and, and like, one of his one of turbo man's phrases was Always keep your promise or something like that. It's double time. <laughs> and so Terminator Arnold had a problem keeping his word. He would never show up when he said he would. He'd always mm-hmm. miss the Missing game. Everything. He Anyway, so, and then he forgot to get a Turbo Man doll. And so he's frantically <laughs> on Christmas Eve driving around the city. And it's the best toy, favorite toy of the year that year. So nobody had him. And then they had a lottery at one store. And so they had one Turbo Man doll or a last-minute shipment. And so he shows up along with throngs of other people trying to get Turbo Man. And they're, like, chasing. They have, like, the numbered ball, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, like, release them yeah. into the... And it's, like, bouncy balls. It's like, if you grab the one with the correct number, you get the Turbo Man. So they're all, like, beating the crap out of each other for this. Awesome. Anyway, then I think James Belushi was running a, a black market uh, <laughs> a toy shop. And they had uh, they had Turbo Man dolls, but they spoke Spanish. Like knockoff and Turbo so Man. He shows up there and there's like this dwarf that opens the. What's the password? And he goes in there, and then the the cops show up and break him up and take. You know, it's like it's like a arrested. bunch of reject like mall Santas working mm-hmm. there. They're all like, 
They all get arrested. He happens to be there, so he gets arrested. And anyway, oh, it's such a good time. The whole thing was incredibly ridiculous. And then his next door neighbor is like this snobby rich oh, dude that's like a, super into his wife. He's like trying to get his wife. Yeah, he's, he's like a single right? dad, and he's like, "Oh, you didn't get Terra Amanda. Yeah. Mine's like, right here under the tree. So <laughs> mine's been nested safely under our tree for so weeks. So he breaks into this neighbor's house to steal the neighbor kid's Turbo Man doll. And uh, but the neighbor has a freaking reindeer. Yeah. That he's like, oh, I got a real live reindeer for my son because I love him so much and I just would do anything in the world. He's like always making him feel bad. And he's like, as he's like out looking for the Turbo Man doll, he's like, he's like going over to Arnold's wife's house and he's like, oh, you want? Oh, wait, you need to take a shower. Go ahead, go take care of yourself. I'm, I'll finish these cookies up. Mm. He's like, oh, thanks, Ted. And he, so he like Arnold calls home. He's like. I need to talk to my wife. And he's like, oh, your wife? She's up in the shower right now. Should I go check? And he's like, no! <laughs> Everybody's around him. He's like on a busy street. And he's like, oh, man, these cookies are amazing. He's like full of crowded people. Like, Put that cookie down! Now! And everybody's like, dude, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, anyway, yeah, it's classic. That was a chaotic explanation of the movie. So good. It's, it's a good one. Um, my other favorite right now, there's actually one that came out with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell called Spirited. It's a mus- it's a Christmas musical. It's actually pretty good. It's like a modern take on the Charles Dickens story. You know? I actually like no that idea. one too. It's good. It's on Apple TV Plus. You can watch it with me. Oh, really? That sounds like a jolly good time. Oh, it's great. It's great. Well, the problem is, uh, when we would watch it would be after Christmas, so it's not really worth it to me. Hey, you know what? It's worth it to you because I suggested it. Well, you're wrong. Do you have a... Do you like Christmas movies? Uh, mm, yeah, they're all pretty cheesy these days. What's your favorite Christmas movie from when you were the young, younger? When I was a child? Yeah. Um, I don't know. A wee Grinch. The Jim Carrey one? Yeah. Classic. Solid. That's probably, like... That that's like a different category altogether. It just overarchs all Christmas <clears throat> movies for me. It's like, it's, sure, it's, Violent Night and Spirited and all that, but like the Grinch is just is number one, always at the top. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he's he had to be the Grinch. Oh, yeah. he was great, so good. He's like, I've got much too tolerant of these juvenile delinquents. Juvenile. <laughs> uh, I spent a little quality time with the Grinch. Did you ever see the uh, trailer of the? Uh, Evil Grinch. The creepy one? Yeah. Mean one? No. Yeah. Is it creepy? It's a little weird. Is he like a Grinch murderer? Yeah. I think so. It's just a thing, Dad. They keep <coughs> they're turning they're, these innocent things into creepy stuff. Yeah, now. they're like, the Grinch has returned. And now he's that it's back like for blood or something like that. Public domain. Yeah. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh just went into the public yeah, domain? Yeah, what the heck is that? So now they're making a horror movie called Pooh, Blood, and Honey or something? Yeah. And it's like... That sounds gross. <laughs> uh, this world is going dark. Yeah, it's like the second it falls into the hands of the people, it gets twisted into evil <laughs> grossness. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. Well, Christmas movies, man. Devin has Violent Night. Dad's got Jingle All the Way. Spirited for me. The Grinch is all-encompassing. Excellent. Now, how about those questions? Yes. What's so? What's this? What's the premise of this? These are just questions we can all answer. 
Um, Do we have to answer them quickly? Not necessarily. I think we should try and answer them as quick as we can. Okay. These are what if. Oh. So then it'd be pretty quick. It's a what if, right? Just try to answer them as fast, like without thinking, just as fast as you can. The first like, thing that comes to mind. Although these are, I don't know if the what if ones are the best because it's not exactly, it's just a what if. It's more of a debate than anything. Perhaps. So mm. what if food could talk? I don't know. What if food could talk? Good answer. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> what if a dramatic voice followed you around narrating your life? I don't know. What if? <laughs> no, oh, man. Have, there's a movie about that with Will Ferrell in it. It's called, oh, frick, I forget what it's called. Harold Crick or something. So we're like, he's just living his life, and then he hears this narrator voice in his head. He's like, what the yep. heck's going on? But it ends up being somebody's actually like writing a book with his name as the main character so like everything that's happening in the book is happening to him it's happening to him but she thinks mm. it's just some person she made up but it's actually him so she's like controlling his life hmm. it's kind of weird I but agree. it's fun it's a good movie moving on okay we'll do some different kinds of questions <laughs> probably a good idea uh, yeah because you guys are non-cooperative <laughs> you want some semen candy what's your favorite holiday you food do. favorite, favorite holiday, holiday food, food? yeah Ham, um, ham, freaking ham, ham. Ham is pretty, pretty top tier. Freaking ham, like holidays, just any holiday or like Christmas. Let's say Christmas. Okay, what's our favorite Christmas food? Mm, ham, <laughs> ham's pretty good. I really like ham, but I also I dig the uh, well. Mandy's dad made me. My father-in-law made me a huge steak for Christmas the other year, and that was pretty freaking good. I had one of those, and it was good. Oh, dude. He just goes and buys this big old, like, boom, like, full dinner plate-sized steaks, and he just cooked that boy up. Mm. That man knows how to grill a steak. Make no mistake. I'll tell you what's good is caramel pear pie. Ooh. Interesting. Sounds good. Do you like caramel? Yes. Do you like pears? Sometimes. And you probably like the pie. Probably. <laughs> How would I know? Also, mom's uh, caramel apple crunch pie. Really good. Yes. Favorite holiday memory from childhood? Hmm. Hmm. You know, those times when it'd be like 5 o'clock in the morning and nobody's awake, so you go and like check out all the presents and stuff. It's always nice. In yeah. the twinkling lights of the tree. Uh-huh. Observing, smelling, shaking yeah. them. There was one time we got a hockey table. What those are called? Oh. Yeah, the air hockey. Yeah, the air hockey tables. And, uh, like, it, they just put, like, a little... They, like, barely, like, put anything over it. You could, like, peek under there, and you're like, Ooh, it's a hockey table! Hockey <laughs> table! <laughs> I don't know. So you have to act surprised <clears throat> when everybody wakes up, you know? Yeah. I think one of my favorite... Christmas memories. Christmas when we were like young, like especially around like when I was probably like eight or nine, because my little brother was born December thirtieth. Mm. So like usually we would get we'd have a whole bunch of people like between the week of Christmas and New Year's or whatever, mm -hmm. where people would just come over because then we did like little birthdays for him and stuff. So just being able, I guess when I was younger, like being able to hang out and like see all the people and. Uh, coming over. I liked when my cousin would stay. My my aunt used to work uh, really late shifts, and so my cousin would stay with us. So a couple times he stayed with us for Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas she would get off work and come over and hang out with us. 
But getting to hang out with him, that was really cool. To wake up and see all the presents under the tree and fight over the... Oh, man, you got army guys? Oh, that's awesome. Translated to adult language. <laughs> How come I didn't get army guys? What the heck? But that's just the selfish kid in me, you know? Right. But he always shared, so it was fun. Good times. So, I don't have this particularly as a memory, but it's been told to me enough that it's like a memory, right? Right, right. So, when I was two, and my sister was four, we, apparently, I'm sure my sister talked me into it, because that's what older sisters will do. We opened all the gifts the night before Christmas. (laughs) And so... <laughs> Christmas morning, my mom was not impressed, and we ha- we had to wrap them all back up. That's basically the story. But you had to rewrap all your. Pre- you yeah. were two, and you had to rewrap your presents. I don't. I mean, you're I sitting there like, what do I do? I don't know. That's the. That's how I've heard the story. But Adam, it, if you can't wrap those presents back up, you don't get them. Yeah. I don't know how to wrap a present. Right. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Very traumatic, but it's hilarious. It's a funny, funny, funny thing to hear about yourself. Looks well, great. I love that. Fantastic. What's next? <clears throat> and obviously, all the just the family gatherings over the years. Oh yeah. Grandparents that have passed, and we got some great home videos, man. Oh yeah. Uh, Let me tell you. Hilarious. Let's uh, see. <clears throat> Do you guys send thank you cards? For no. what? Christmas gifts? When you get, yeah, Christmas gifts. No, I say thank you to the person that gave it to me. Sometimes I will say thank you, but I won't send anything. Sometimes you say thank you? You get a gift and you're like, cool. <laughs> when I was a kid, that was the, what you had. We were I mean, forced it, to say thank you. It's a traditional. <laughs> well, no, we were forced to write thank you notes and send them. Huh. And then it kind of, I think that was the tradition. That was kind of expected of you when you were, you know, older people it's kind of like that's kind of a traditional a following tradition think about though even letter writing now is who writes letters I do sometimes okay it's it's pretty I, I it's, used to it's not very common though I think in this you know with technology now everything's so convenient hammer out an email or send a video or, you can just you know. send a text like you know no. instead of doing like a letter you're just <clears> like hey how's it going I hope you're doing well blah 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 in yeah. like 10 seconds Facebook boop messenger Marco whatever all these different mm-hmm. communication that's so readily available the it's art, sad, the, art honestly. Of, the art of letter writing communication and sending it actually taking the time to go mail it send it and uh, even mm-hmm. a postcard that's I, I think there's something missing there that we could probably if you actually got a letter from somebody that you cared about That'd be kind of a big deal now. Well, think about it. I think it's almost like... I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I say that all the time, but sometimes... I mean, I sound more and more like one to myself, but... I think it's almost like... Some kind of a... Tactic, like... Because think about all the history that people were able to discover from, like... Yeah. Reading through people's old letters. But, like, if there's an EMP or something, and, like, all the data that's... All the texts and everything that's saved get wiped and just gone, like... All electronics cease to exist. So much history, so many memories, so many pictures, so much like conversations was gone forever. It's true. 
It's no, been man. it's been found that George Washington, as the president, was one of the most prolific letter writers, and just writers in general. He had, you know, so much, so much writing he did. It was incredible, mm. and um, we got to see his yeah, house, Mount, Mount Vernon. That was really cool. Wow. <clears throat> to check it out when we went over to the east coast in 2016 they had a boat building station there they would build boats because the river uh, yeah the river went like right i believe it's the potomac yeah the potomac down right by his house so he had like sugar trade and tobacco trade and stuff that would like his his basically his backyard was like a port like a trade port nice so he would like repair boats and stuff for people Mm. so but anyway letter writing is a lost art True. Yes, it is. I agree. Sad days. Maybe we can. Do you have a, a in in light of that? Do you guys ever do New Year's resolutions? So I resolved to write one letter this year and send it. Or <clears throat> here's the thing about New Year's resolutions, man. People love to make them, but nobody likes to keep them. It's like, it's like a self righteous attitude. Now it's like I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. Oh, I'm I resolved to do this, and then like three weeks later, it's like I resolved to go on a diet and get healthy. Three weeks later, you're like plowing into a freaking bag of chips. Bag of chips, <laughs> or like, why do you think people do that? Because know. they have the, the des- idea of the the resolution. Like I'm gonna do this. It's because they it's have the desire. They have the desire to, like, in their heart, they have the desire to make a lasting change but they lack the self-discipline that they have lacked the entire time. So just saying it, I feel like it's it's just posturing, honestly. And you, So it's it's kind of known that it's going to be challenging and difficult, so people make fun of people that actually set out to do it. Yep. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're going to do your New Year's resolution? I just say it and then move on. I'm like, why do you say it in the first place? Yeah, You're just trying people, to like some people just dismiss it altogether. Nope, I'm not doing it because I know I'm not going to follow through. I feel like a lot of people that say it and don't do it, they're just like trying to like post it on Instagram or whatever and be righteous, like yeah, just to fit in, you know. Exactly. He's like, oh, I'm gonna here's my New Year's resolutions, and then I'm like, hey, how's those New Year's re- resolutions coming? Well, we go play video games four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, bro. Classic. But anyways, yeah, that's kind of so. I've always seen it as like. People are just trying to be part of the trend, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't usually stick. Mm. I'll tell you what. The things that usually do stick when you make, like, a resolution, because resolutions are not only for New Year's, but things that actually will stick is usually when you don't tell anybody about them. True. And you just make it a purpose in your mind to do it, and you start working on it quietly. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're praying for something and you're like believing for something, or if you're fasting, you don't want to just go around and be like, you know, you hang out with somebody, it's like, hey, you want to go get food? It's like, no, sorry, I'm fasting. You're like making a big deal of it. Like, oh, look at me. Look what I'm doing. But that never really works. What mm-hmm. does work is if you humble and you keep your head down and you just, whatever you're trying to do, you do it without making it a show. And you just do it. And then people realize later, like, oh, man, this is, you look healthy. What are you doing? It's like, oh. Then you can start saying, like, I've been doing this. But, like, you have to do it with nobody else paying attention to you mm-hmm. and watching. Because that's when, like, true growth will actually start happening. Is because you're not doing it for anybody else. You're only doing it for yourself. 
and you're like, okay, here I am by myself doing these things that nobody else is going to see until it starts actually happening. Is there any benefit to having a, you know, a comrade or a compatriot or a, you know, a bro? Or, Depends on the resolution. You know, somebody that can do it with you to help encourage, motivate. It depends on the resolution, and it depends on your level of self-control. If you don't have good self-control, you're probably not going to work out three times a week. Sure. And if you don't have self-control, you're probably going to eat a bunch of crappy food when nobody's looking. But if you're a person that is pretty self-controlled, and you have shown yourself and proven yourself capable to do these things over time on your own, then you probably don't need accountability and encouragement. But it's always a good thing. It just depends on who you are and like what you think your level of strength is. Sure. Hmm. Usually what I would do is like, if I'm going to do something big, I'm going to bring it to somebody that I value their opinion and be like, hey, I'm going to try and do this thing. Do you think I can do this? Like by myself. Do you think it's possible? And they're like, you know, I think you should probably have somebody help you. Like, okay, there you go. Gotta get a second opinion. But don't enough. go blabbing it to everybody you know. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. One last question. Okay. If you had the ability or the power, what holiday would you create? What? If you could create a holiday, what would it be? I don't know, because there's some pretty stupid holidays out of there. Of course. We're talking about a major holiday? Or are we talking about like little like National what if Donut it's just like your something? personal personal holiday, like personal holiday. This like, is what I get to do and nobody else. I don't know. I no, feel it'd like probably be a major holiday. I say I'd be like my birthday because I just <laughs> I do whatever I want on my birthday. I don't know major holiday. That's kind of hard because it's like it's, I know it's random. It's tricky. It's like what would you do that many people would celebrate? You yeah, know? what would everybody want to do? Probably. Oh, that's hard to answer because. Most people don't want to do everything. Hmm. Well, we can think about that one. You have any ideas? Uh, hmm. Well, if uh, other people participated, I would do a like I don't know a national free guitar day. Free just guitar go, day. Just go to guitar center, pick up a guitar, and just head out. Hmm. Guitar shops all over the world would suffer so hard from that. It would be great. Probably put them out of business, honestly. <laughs> But nobody else would know about it except for me and the guitar people. Oh, well, then that's fine. So I'm thinking... Year, just go get a free guitar. I would do, like, um, as a major holiday, like, have a holiday weekend where, like, everybody gets work off and all that stuff. You get paid or whatever. And you get to go camping so for a weekend. Fourth of July? No. Because that's that's... Celebrating a specific purpose. Labor, this is just Labor Day. No. This is literally it's like. Memorial but that's Day? like I'm saying. Those are all for a specific purpose. Like Labor Day, you're celebrating. I don't know what it is. Workers. What's Labor Day? That's a good question. What's What's the origin of Labor Day? Yeah, it's like, are we celebrating like workers' rights on Labor Day? That way we get to take a rest. Right. There. There may have been the original intent. That's what I'm saying. Like all those holidays have like an actual like purpose or whatever behind them, and people just use it as an excuse to go camping. I'm talking about a holiday specifically for camping. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you get 
you gotta bring hot cocoa and you gotta bring s'mores like you have to have all the essential camping stuff for your holiday it's like when you make do a what christmas of, tree what or, time of year would it be Talking time of year winter camping summer camping i mean what's the best I time like, of, what's the best time of year to camp i like camping in the fall because um, it's a little chillier yep good so you have a good fire yep but usually not dumping rain on you right. usually usually okay so what's one of your favorite camping memories then i i have a lot but i went camping for my birthday on mount hood a couple years ago this was before i got married to my lovely wife wow but i think we were dating at the point um so i invited some people we had let's see it was me and mandy and mom and dad and i think emily came by for a little while and my buddy chase and his brother garrett and then my brother zeb and i don't think brielle was there but zane and maya were wasn't celeste there no but uh zane and maya were and then caleb and sarah and david that was a good one so we went up to mount hood and chase my buddy chase he he worked on ski patrol up there for a while He's a fish and wildlife officer in Washington now, doing good work. But he worked up on the ski patrol, and so it was kind of, I think it was getting chillier in the year. I want When was it that we went? Like August, I think? Was it August? Sure. I don't I quite remember. remember. It was cold up there, but it was pretty good weather. We had nice sunshine, but he found this, like, there's an abandoned, like, well, actually, I don't, I'm not going to say where it is because everybody's going to try and go find it. And I don't want you to find it because it's already kind of popular and I don't want to blow it up because I want to go back there someday. So I'm not going to tell you guys. If you ask me personally, I might tell you. But I'm not going to tell everybody that's listening. Anyways, there's a place up on Mount Hood, near Mount Hood, um, and it's a super cool camping site. It's like off the grid kind of just hanging out but we found this really nice area it looked like there might have been like a building that used to be there but we used that kind of like as the camp cook area so we did we cooked the food out there we got to go up to timberline lodge and check that out have, have seven dollar hot chocolate big old hot chocolates bro it was great it was pretty cool it was a really good view hey man it's for the experience it's a tourist attraction you know it is you know what you're paying for anyways so we did that, and then Chase had a projector that he brought, and so he put his, he has this like a white camping van, so he put a sheet down on the side of it, and then put his projector on it, and we watched The Princess Bride and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, mm. and it was fantastic, it was great. We had a little movie night out in the woods. What about you, Devin? Uh, well, there was this one time, um... We went camping at some lake. I don't remember what it was. I don't really remember many of my camping trips. But uh, it was just super windy. Oh. So all the trees, you could hear them going like crazy. And uh, so our tent broke, of course. So, you know, it was like collapsing in on us. So my sister and I went and went into the car while my dad tried to fix the tent. 
and uh, it's quite the adventure, I will say. Are you going to tell the one I think you are? I don't know. I have two that I'll tell. <laughs> Was it like mildly disastrous? So, <laughs> Eli was in Boy Scouts, and so we went up to Indigo Lake, and that was awesome. Beautiful. Super cool. And then we also, while we were there, we got to help put out a root fire that had traveled the roots of this tree. And oh, yeah, that was crazy. Burning underground, so we got to do a fire brigade, brigade from Indigo Lake. Fire brigade. To uh, douse this fire that was probably caused by some careless camper. It was kind of kind of wild. To, it was insane. They were digging through, following the roots, and this. I mean, they were it was, smoldering, just like burning underground. So yeah, they had to was, dig them up and hmm. like follow cut the, the roots. Follow the roots, and it was the whole ground was like boiling hot. Yeah. You know, it was just like, like pretty intense. From the, I'm like, what so the that heck? was kind of fun. Um, and this, the next trip that I'm talking about was uh, we went to South Sister one year and um, <laughs> I borrowed a tent from my brother I didn't fully check that it was intact so it was missing a crucial component and um, we get up there and people are coming down from the top of the South Sister just looking like they've been in some sort of post-apocalyptic disaster covered in soot and just Everything's sideways. Um, talking about how the l- little girl got blown off the mountain almost. And <laughs> anyway, we're up there. We're, we ended up making camp. And my friend Scott and I were in one tent that was dysfunctional. So we're getting wet and cold. It's about 3 in the morning. And our f- other friends are next door and they're prepared. <laughs> and so we hear, you know... Who is it? Jazz music and... You know, tinking of <laughs> cider glasses. Like no, they're over there sipping like, cognac and smoking cigars no, in their they, tent. No, but they were having, uh, would you like some more hot Starbucks? And um, <laughs> it was, oh, I just warmed up the uh, the beef stroganoff. Who oh, was oh. it? It was um, Levi it? Pearson and Anthony Booker, of course. Mmm, <laughs> 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 pass me the rigatoni. Yeah, <laughs> we're, and we're over there just huddled together to try not to die. <laughs> like, guys, can we come in? Hypothermic and they're like teeth chattering. Please, sir, may I have a bit of hot water? <laughs> Get back, street wave. <laughs> you shan't enter this domicile. You should have thought ahead. Anyway, so. Like, oh, let, allow me to turn up the jet boil and make you a steaming pot of coffee. At any rate, we got up at three, whatever in the morning, and finished the hike and made the summit at sunrise, and it was fantastic and also very cold. Mm. But we did it, and it was awesome. So, there you go. Did they give you crap for sleeping in your shanty tent? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was... It's been talked about. Quite. It was a good time. So, what's our next... Uh, well, well, I think you, it's time for you, some... You have some things. Yes, pints. I do. Hold on. You'll need to grab some drinking. Yes, I will. And I have a special occasion for this. Okay. Special occasion for It this? comes in pints? Hi. We. Dad brought pints. But seeing as how it's Christmas, I've got a little gift for my podcast, but 
Oh yeah. So hold on, I gotta. I got a video. No, oh, we got a video. Let me turn the light this on. It's quite exciting. Uh, We're gonna have to put it on the Instagram. So it's fine. Uh, so get, get my stretches out first. Oh yeah. Sorry, I feel like I just woke up. That's great. All right, let me see it. See what we got going on here. What should it say? It comes in pints, question marks, squiggly line, parentheses. Open this first, parentheses. Mm-hmm. I should open this first. Yes. Oh, there's a little hedgehog on there. Oh, wow. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for riveting TV. <laughs> oh, boy, I just killed it. Oh, it's fine. I can open this. It'll survive. But I really want a letter opener. Oh, man, like a little knife? Yeah. You gotta shape it like a sword. Well, they have like the the ones from like Lord of the Rings, you know. The tiny little sting letter opener. Oh, so many words. Oh wow! Read it. Read it for uh, the people. I don't know if I can. There's so many words. It's fine. You don't have to read it out. Yeah. Just read the bottom part. Well, okay. Hold on. The bottom part. Read. Read the, the bottom. One, the, the one that you wrote. Yeah. Read but the bottom half. The top, I wrote both. Just read the bottom half. Okay. Ah uh, yes, my excellent and admirable Hobbit. Ah oh, yes, that's you. What a great friend you become to me, much more like family, in fact. Thank you for pursuing this podcast passionate with me. It has made already for a most excellent adventure. May this gift be a mug for you in all places when all other mugs run out. And may it lead to many more Christmas pints. You're the best. Merry Christmas. Eli. All right, now, let me see what the present looks like there. I'm getting one. I'm getting one. Clinking mugs. Did you draw that yourself? I did. That's really cute. Thanks. Why'd you put so much tape on here? <laughs> you have to work for it. You gotta work for it, man. Ugh. Working hard or hardly working. May it be a mug for you in dark places when all other mugs run out. <gasps> oh, my friend. It's got a couple dings because I dropped it. Got it used, but it's oh. fine. And also, Hello. I have one too. Hello. And it's got the. These are got the official. Bottle over. These are the official oh. Stanley. It comes in pints. Precious Taters mugs. Wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas, my friend. Well, thank you, my friend. That was beautiful. So once we get our stickers, we can put them on the backside or whatever. Or something, yeah. And then there'll be our, and they have bottle openers too. I see that. We gotta yeah, take this. We gotta take this off. Yeah. Well, eventually, yeah. But um. <clears throat> anyways, these will be our pint mugs, so we can use them now. Well, uh, your gift is still on the way. Hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Actually, I am worried about it. Oh, okay. Because it's still on the way. Don't worry about it. I told you not to. No, so. it's okay. I'm I'm not really worried about if it. You worry yeah. about so it again. You guys have a mug, and I don't. So. I... Actually, you should. Don't you have those? Don't you have those? I'll just drink out of the bottle. Oh, no, no, hold on. No, no, no. 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 I've got something for you. Ooh. In the spirit of festivity. Oh, yes. You have a little candy cane Christmas <laughs> mug. That's fabulous. See? I think of things. Looks like, yes. Okay. So what we have here... Comes in pints. What have you brought? A couple of uh, beverages. Oh, beverages. Oh, yes. 
You know, I like those. So this is Fentiman's Botanically Brewed Gently Sparkling Elderflower. Ooh. Wow, sounds like a, a, a human in a fairy tale. It says traditional botanical <laughs> beverage with pure elderflower extract. Excellent. It's also exquisitely crafted. Wow. It's got a light green label, clear bottle. It's kind of pretty. Quite Looks nice. like a wolf, maybe. Some kind of German Shepherd or something. A doggy. <laughs> a doggy. So. It's a product hey. of the UK. Ooh. So you would have had your mug if you'd brought what I got for you for Christmas. Ooh. Think on that. I will. <laughs> hey, you be careful here. Fill it up, brother. Don't stint. Oh. Don't put it in my eggnog, please. Oh, it sounds good, too. Oh. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes. I've gotten the double portion. Ooh, oh, smells good. Shall we? Smells good. It's like... It comes in pints. <laughs> Clink it and drink it. You know, that ain't bad. Really not. As far as like a sparkling water goes. It's got a weird aftertaste. But. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like if I like took a sugar cube, popped it in my mouth, and then like ripped a handful of dandelions and started chewing them. You know, I have experienced that in real life. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> It's a bit. It's somewhat refreshing. The level of sparkliness is nice. Not too overpowering, yes. I concur. I think it would be better if it was colder. Probably. <clears throat> Everything's I think better it reminds me of maybe a hippie sprite. <laughs> like a healthy sprite? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's, got it's a better, definitely grass. It's got though. a better flavor than Sprite, I think. I don't really like Sprite. It's kind of, it's a little too much, but the Sprite, I mean, but this is kind of, it's like grassy almost. Kind of elderflowery, to be honest. Okay. Now that we've enjoyed that, here's another Fentiman's drink. Well, let me finish this. Also botanically brewed. Also exquisitely crafted. This is a dark liquid. Oh. It's called Curiosity Soda. Soda or cola? I'm sorry, cola. Come on, wow. dude. Get it how right. Do you, how do you... What? <laughs> Curiosity Cola. That sounds much better than Curiosity Soda. Okay. Mm. Can you feel it? A little a steam off the top. So where did you find these? Full disclosure, I did not find them. Oh! oh. He's a thief! No. <laughs> Found them on somebody's porch on the way here. Like, hey, those look good. <laughs> I've never seen those before. Are those for the mailman? Too my, bad. My wonderful wife procured these. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, my dear mom. Oh, boy. 
Fill it up, brother. Don't stint. Alright, that's the stuff. That'll do. Let's see here. Shall we? Ooh. Smells very. It smells like cola. Yar. Alright then. There's so much carbonation in my stomach. We should have taken a picture of it before we emptied it, but. That's fine. Hmm. This one has a dark brown label. It kind of reminds me of a wooden roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like a vintage floorboard in a whaler's shop. That's why I'm thinking like wooden roller coaster because they're like usually pretty old. You it tastes old. Yeah. It tastes like it tastes old. It's like <laughs> pulled straight out of like a, a Mariner's seaside town, mixed with books. You know, like so, yeah, it's like a this it's the this, bookstore. This tastes like a hundred year old bookstore smells. Well, this is what I think of. The other night, I had to help somebody change their tire because they drove on it flat, mm. and they had a lot of leftover rubber residue that fell out when we pulled the tire off. That's what it reminds me of. Rubber residue. Yeah, just Did you taste old, it. Mm. Old, burnt out. You put it in your mouth? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know how that smell? Like burnt rubber. And just sort of the sadness of the, the the ruined tire. Yeah, it does. It definitely has. It gives me like a melancholy feeling. Uh huh. You know what it, I mean? It's not good. It's not. It, it reminds me of a flat soda. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's strange. It's the worst. It's old. It's absolute bollocks. <laughs> but it does smell. It's. Sm it smells like a dirty tire or something like it. it's just, You're right. It's not that good. Everyone's life is now sad after having consumed this beverage. Literally, like, putting it into this cup. Like, smell it in my cup. It, it might smell different than what I don't want to read Do it. This. Let me see it. Really, Doesn't it just, just smell like coppery let's, or something? Let's move on. I I'm think. really just feeling that wooden roller coaster, to be honest. Kind of nostalgic, but a little bit scary. Uh huh. Yeah. Not sure if it's gonna collapse. <clears throat> like I keep that last really sip was a little it much. To be good, but right. it's not. Is that the, is that the end of the drinks? That's it. Well, it comes in pints. We gotta rate them real quick. Okay, okay. so the the elderflower one. I thought that one was pretty good. I'll Do you know our rating system? We'll give it about a five. You know what? Let's let's scrap the texture one. Okay. Because it's, it's pretty much all the same. Yeah. So, so we're just gonna do taste and look. Yep. Taste on the older flower was about a five for me. I would give it a seven. I give it a, I give it a six. I didn't mind the label. It was uh, subtle, but it was a good look. But the look of that one, I like the. I like the, the look of the bottle. Green color. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. And yeah. the bottle looks fun. I the do neck like the is, label mm -hmm. on both bottles. I'll give it a, a six and a half. Yeah, I give it a seven for looks. So, and then I think the the dog reminds me of Call of the Wild or White Fang or something. Mm. Yeah. So maybe it's kind of evoking that uh, kind of wild Fentiman's wilderness. just... It Something seems, you'd find in an old cabin. It just seems like an old man drink, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something you'd find in an old cabin in the woods. like. But yeah, for sure. Um, the Curiosity Cola, I'm going to give that one like a three. Because oh, it, really it, it really don't taste yeah, good. Yeah, I'll give if it I a three. If I could give it a negative, I would. You can. You could. It's up to you. Negative .5. See, there you go. So yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was. Yeah. Wasn't that good? But the look is fine. I give, yeah. the, give the look a six. Look, yeah, I'll, I'll keep the look the same. Yeah. 
Never. I'll, give the, I'll give the look a seven. So it comes in pints. I'm probably not getting one. Probably not. I'd pass it by if it were on fire. Tell you what, though, <laughs> those guys have a really good pink ginger drink. It's tasty. Anyways, ah, now it's time for elevencies. Are those dog trees? Have you brought us some elevencies? Better not be dog trees, bro. They, they're probably like catnip or something. So this. Reminds me of grape nuts. Oh boy. The, the photo. Is that uh, cereal that you used to make me eat without letting me have sugar in it? You know grape nuts, the little tiny fibrous nuggets. The you, super crunchy cereal that I wasn't allowed put, to have sugar with? <laughs> yes, I remember. So what this is, Ziba Foods. High in iron, calcium, and antioxidants. These are dried white mulberries. Mulberries are good. I like mulberries. Sweet and crunchy. Wild-grown superfoods from Afghanistan. Oh, foreign. It's a superfood. It's delicious. Grind them up, put them in like a smoothie or something. A superfood? So like Superman would eat it? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Good for, Or Shrek. Oh, Shrek would love it. <laughs> it's good for you. Pop those open. Come on, let's go. They have a little story on the back. Ziba means beautiful. Good in the 1970s, you. Afghanistan was a global leader and a production of high-quality dried fruits and nuts. Unfortunately, blah, 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 try these. <laughs> it was them oil wars that put Afghanistan back Oh, my gosh, there's so years. many in my hand. What are they... Oh, what? Lord! Oh, my gosh. This looks like rabbit food. Uh... Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> Slightly disturbing. They're really horrendous, to be honest. <laughs> it looks like some kind of like smell. This looks like some kind of creepy alien larva. Smell this. I think I could. Let me see. Yeah, you knows you could. It smells like um. I don't know. It just smells like a protein bar. Yeah, it smells like a health food store. Yeah. Alright, here we go. They look like alien larvae, though. You gotta get it. Somebody take a picture of these. Hold on. Well, you guys ate yours. You can take a picture of mine, though. Here, Devin. Take a picture of these. <clears throat> take a close-up, because they're creepy looking. Okay, so... Mm. They're weird, man. Like little bugs. They don't taste bad. Oh! But they're... The texture is freaking me out, man. I feel like I'm... I, I think the Afghanistanians are lying. These are not fruits. They're bugs. I would probably... These are crickets, bro. Straight up. These aren't bad. This is bug larva. I mean, if you... If you think about if you're out in the wilds of Afghanistan and you were able to eat these... If you could find them. Sure. I mean, I'm just saying, if, if this was an option for food, your palate would be different, obviously. You wouldn't be used to all the processed True. foods and sugars. and. Well, these are probably a little processed. I'm sure they are. They're dried. Here, let me do you a favor and put these back in that bag. <laughs> Come here. Oh. Okay. Oh. I had, like, three. That's enough. I had a second handful. Good for you. Probably because I'm trying to counteract the uh, terrible Curiosity Cola. 
Mm. Right enough. Okay, if I'm being honest, <clears throat> those mulberries, they taste like the entirety of some kind of a fruit granola. The yeah. texture and everything, it's like one bite, like one of those little mulberries, you chew on it, and it's like it's like blueberry granola. Mm-hmm. They're pretty sweet. They're not bad, honestly. What do you think, Devin? The look of it kind of freaked me out, because in the texture, I was expecting it to be crunchy, and it was, like, it was like, so kind of soft, and I was yeah. like, whoa, what the... I mean, I'm definitely not against it. I don't know if I'd ever buy it for myself, but... I might, I don't know, I might buy it and put in, like, a, make my own granola, like a mix or something mm, to yeah. throw in there. I'd put it in a smoothie. Anyway. That's the, a it's very interesting the packaging one. is a uh, kind of a light tan with pink flowers and green leaves. It's simple, but it's pretty. I don't really like the color they chose, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, Here, let me take a picture of you with that. Oh, yes. Zeba. Okay. I'm trying. Sorry. So there you go. That's that. Now we got one more option for. Hold on, we gotta taste. We gotta yeah, rate, we gotta record, oh, rate, rate, rate everything, man. Yep. Jump uh, in the gun. Okay. Um. So for the flavor, um, honestly, I mean, I go to seven. I like it. I go to six. Not too bad. Seven and a half. Oh hey. Texture wise, I'm probably gonna give it like a four point five or a five because it's kind of weirded me I'd out give a little it a bit. Five. I looked at it and I thought of bug eggs and I like chewed it it was soft I was like oh the thing I didn't mind about it was it wasn't too soft and kind of weird like that but it wasn't too hard to chew it had some had some consistency that you could actually get behind where you you didn't anyway so I kind of liked it I thought maybe a a seven Mm -hmm. can I just make a comment on how glorious it is to not be allergic to anything on the planet me too isn't that nice true are you allergic to anything no I have not, well, I won't say anything on the planet. I haven't found anything that I'm allergic to yet. I know it's a lot I haven't tried. Right. But so far, I haven't really been allergic to it. As long anything. as you're talking about food, because there's food, other things yeah. I am allergic to. Well, yeah, I'm like talking about like edible like stuff. Stupid. I'm talking about like edible stuff, like you put <laughs> in your mouth. You don't chew on stupid, do you? Sometimes. Did you name your pig stupid? Well, bud. And you like cook <laughs> it up and you turn in bacon? I'm chewing talking on about stupid. ideology. Well, yeah, but that's no, it's different. Okay. Talking about food. It's nice to not be allergic to anything. I agree. Okay. That looks fun. Next stop on the uh, 11C's bandwagon. Is that Hebrew? Japanese style taro mochi. Mochi. Taro. Like taro? Taro. Yeah, taro, yeah. Okay. So what is it? It's mochi. Hold on. Uh, I know it's mo- mochi, but hold on. Let's look it up. I think taro actually is a tuber, like a potato. Oh. So I believe it comes from that kind of a plant. Here, let me plant. take a picture of you for you. Smile. Okay. Taro yeah. is a root vegetable. It is the most widely cultivated species of several plants in the family Araceae that are used as vegetables for their corms, leaves, and petioles. Taro corms are a food staple in African, Oceanic, and South Asian cultures. It's believed to be one of the earliest cultivated plants. <clears throat> so, yeah, it is... It's a root vegetable, so it's okay. like in the same family as potatoes. I will just say, upon opening this, I cracked open the bag. It's It's got this cellophane wrapper. Uh-huh. It smells like a hospital room. Oh, boy. 
Let me get a like whiff. An antiseptic. Give me, let me see. Kind of a. Oh yeah. Not good. That is not good. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it does not smell tasty. It smells like walking into the ICU. Yeah, it's kind of like that ICU. alcohol swab kind it's of. Just a, like super clean type smell, uh, but like grossly clean. Just based on that product, that alone, I'm not sure if I even want to taste it. I will tell you, I've never had a taro mochi, but Dad. I've had normal mochi. I've had a normal mochi, and I've had like <clears throat> I've gone to a boba place with Mandy, and I've had I've tried a taro tea <clears throat> or like a smoothie, and that's actually not bad. Okay. It's got an interesting flavor. It's kind of sweet. This has to taste better than it smells. It's so gooey. Usually you freeze them, but yeah. Oh. Don't worry about it. Sorry. Well, from from the uh, yeah. world market, they're sitting on the Excuse shelf. I guess. It doesn't. I think the packaging is what smells funny. Cause no, this smells a little funny. Taste whatever this oh, is. He's already in. going in. <laughs> oh, all right. This tastes like. Oh, this is bad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. The powder is the powder is horrible. Not sugar. No, it's, it's flour. Like flour or uh-huh. something. It's absolute mean? bollocks. Horrid. No. Hold on, dude. Just try to focus on the taro taste. I am. It's not good. You really gotta move it around. <laughs> like a potato. Hold on. Like a sweet potato. Slather your tongue with the taro. Is it a sweet potato? Kind of. It's from that same family. It's like a purple potato almost. Hmm. It's a root plant. Getting flour everywhere. Like if you're just getting the taste of the taro, it's almost like creamy. Know what I mean? It's like oh, a sweet, okay. sweet cream. Two bites in. You've amended. I can tolerate the taro flavor. It's good. It's like, but to get to the taro flavor is objectionable. He's got. He's got to work. Work with it. You know. He's got. I would have to wash this off. Dad, like, use your teeth to like peel the mochi part back and bite into the, the center. Is the taro? I know. Well, that's just weird. It's like cookie dough texture. Okay, well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> flour all over me. It's literally, yeah, I was like expecting powdered sugar. It's like freaking straight up flour. Like, pop these boys in the oven and I wonder if they'll like turn into bread. Everybody's off to throw away their leftovers. So, flavor. Ugh. To be honest, to be honest, that flour was a little whack. Yes, it always hard is. to get around. But once I finally got past it to the actual flavor of it, ain't bad. I give it a six. I'll give it a seven. I've had it. Oops. I will agree that once you get past the uh, the smell and the the coating, <laughs> once and you get I, past and start everything and about chew it. it for about a minute, then you can taste the, the reasonably good flavor. Once you get past everything about it it's kind of good I, I was more surprised pleasantly than I anticipated based on all the other factors mm. oh here big 
picture time. He already took a picture. Wow. You can use the you can bottles. See what take pictures of you with the bottles. At any rate, so rating it, I would give it for packaging. Oh, the packaging is deceptive. It actually looks interesting. Yeah, it looks nice. And then you open it up, you're like, what is so, this? I'm going to give it a five for packaging. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to do five. I like the color of the actual taro itself. It's like that light purple. Yeah. Mm, that yeah. lavender-y color. Five and a half. I give it, I give it a 5.5. Give it about a four for flavor. Texture. Texture. That's it's a zero for me. Yeah, texture. I do not like that. Yeah. Like ne- I said, negative. though, sometime... We'll have to go get sushi together because Devin still hasn't had like conveyor belt sushi. Mm. He oh, went to like good. a. Devin went to like a fancier like sushi restaurant. I did not. What'd you it do was in then? the mall? Okay, but you got it like in a box. I'm talking about like you sit down in a booth or like at the little bar at the place, and there's literally sushi on plates that just goes in a circle, and you just take whatever you want, and then they right. add it up at the end. So the three of us should go do that sometime, and then I'll take you to the boba place, and you can try. A little bit of taro tea. That's better in liquid form. Interesting. Much better. For the record, I'm knocking back a bit of eggnog to uh, help myself recover from the oh, yes. last snack. Oh, we knocked it back. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Got anything else? Is that it? That's all? Perfect. That is pretty baller. Eleven C's. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. The mulberries were a treat, followed by the flowery taro. And that was a little also disappointing. A treat. The drinks, pretty good. But hey, man, these new Precious Tater mugs by Stanley. Excellent. You know, if we just mention Stanley enough, we'll probably get sponsored by them. Yeah, true. It's a Stanley, spelled uh, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley Beerstein. Since Stanley mugs since 1913. That's Making like tough gear. A long time ago. Forever and ever. Yeah, they were probably a little send them one. a little quip, a little I, video clip, or a, a you know, audio. Um, we can hashtag them, too. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, wow, Stanley. But, um, yeah, no, these things, man. Stanley is like, you know, people do, like, hydro flasks, and they do, like, freaking... they built right. in America? Whatever. Yes, sir. It's an American-made company right there since 1913. Other companies purport to purport. be made in America, and they are not. Hey, you know what? I'll probably look it up. Pendleton? Just to make sure. I think Pendleton's half. They were designed in Seattle, Washington, Carhartt. Ethically manufactured in China. Manufactured in China. See? Mm. Ethically, though. But the concept for them came around World War One, and they're designed in Seattle. So maybe they should be made in America. They should be. But they seem like the most American to me. And that's what, that's what counts. Okay. Everything's made in China, Dad. Come on. No, not everything. No, Is that I a bear know. with wings and a... We, My children the, were made in America. We, <laughs> we here on the Precious Taters podcast support made in the USA companies. This might not be made in the USA. But, but it was still designed in the USA. Designed and still darn good. I like Stanley. You can have your Hydro Flask or whatever, but Stanley's great. They got all kinds of good stuff. They are You know what you guys should do? Awesome. You should have a little quest to find products that are made in the U.S. That'd be fantastic. That would be fun. Are you going to pay for it? No. Dang. Well, then I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, they're actually really cool. Like, you can read on, on all their bottles and stuff. They they bullet test them. Like, their mugs. They literally shoot them with freaking 
rifles. And they put oh, them what, in... what, a twenty two? No. Like a big boy rifle. They shoot them with rifles. They put them in, like, a hurricane tester to, like, see how much they can get beat around and bashed around. These things are, like, basically indestructible. I love them. If you ever go camping or if you've been camping and you see, like, those really big, like... Your parents ever brought you on a snow trip and they had that giant, like, green kind of hammer tone thermos? It's probably a Stanley. You just got me a gift. Yes, I did. Tell the people. It's a Stanley um, French press portable mug. So it's got the French press. Oh, okay. You can make your coffee on the go. Okay. Or tea if you're into that kind of nonsense. Yeah, because it doubles as a travel mug too. You could, it has the French press insert, but you can like take yeah. it out, and then the top, the lid. You can unscrew the lid to pull the French press part out, or you can just unscrew the top half of the lid, and it's a sipping lid. Yes. Oh. But it was a nice, neat. very thoughtful gift. Thank he you. wanted the forty-eight ounce, but Thank I got the sixteen Eli. ounce because nobody needs forty-eight ounces of coffee. Every that is day. correct. Sure. Unless you're having a party. It's true. More than one person. Or if you're on a road trip and you have that. like four people in your truck. Exactly. Right. And then you need. Yeah, if you're hunting, if you're hunting, you got a couple bros in the truck. You want a little extra coffee. And then you need your forty-eight ounce. Absolutely. That's true. But but sixteen is plenty for me. Yeah, it's a little you know. Right. A mug. Uh, what what did I say on the thing? A gift for every adventure. Yes. I drew him a little truck too. A little Christmas truck. Well. Merry Christmas, all. Oh, yes. And what time are we at here? Happy New Year. An hour and 12 minutes. Nice. That's pretty good An hour time. and 13 minutes. Ooh, wow. You're changing it up on me already. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Well, may the Lord bless you this year. Have a beautiful uh, yes. holiday with your family. Happy Christmas holidays. celebrating. Yeah, it was crazy. What? Hello. Oh, okay. Oh, the next episode? Like, oh, well, right. Not this episode, but the next one will be New Year's. Like after New Year's. It's true. It's going to be wild, too. That's going to be so wild. You're going to have a collaboration of a lifetime. Remember the reason for the season oh, is yeah. Jesus? Yes, that's, that's right. That's what I always say. Jesus is the reason for the season. And Pollen is the reason for the sneezing. And Shock Colin is the reason for... The yeah. Beam. So, um, Stanley... What? Stanley Mugware and all things camping... Sponsor us. Good stuff. <laughs> Check them out. They're pretty awesome. I, I love them for everything. Rate, review. Like, subscribe. Send us things on Instagram. Go ahead and follow Taters. us on Instagram at the Precious Taters Podcast. Yes, please. Um, Question us. Yeah, you can. There's a Q&A thing. If you listen on Spotify, there's a there's a Q&A that you can like type in questions and we can answer them. You can Q and we will A. Exactly. Um, if you find us on the street, we'll sign your, we'll make an autograph for you. I oh, I have an exciting announcement Who's to make. That famous? Oh. I have oh. 15. Okay, and then we're done here. <laughs> I have made stickers. What? With our logo. I have 15 of them. Ooh. Get them all be, here, be here pretty soon. So, I'm going to make a post about them on the Instagram. I won't tell you about it on here because that's silly. But if you're interested, direct message us on the Instagram account. And we can try to get one of those stickers into your hand. I only made a few of them this time, but we're coming up with other designs. I did tell you we'd make some stuff for you. And uh, the purchases that you guys make will go towards funding more future pints and elevencies. 
and other uh, essential gear for the podcast. Like a PS5. Like or a PS5. A... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but um, this is something that we wanted to do for you guys and, you know, share a little bit of the love and we'll create, I have, I've got a line on some hats that we might be able to make at some point here. That would be fun. But it'll be good. And uh, so we'll make a post about it and let you guys know soon here. But um, thanks for listening, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. Just Merry Christmas. Stay precious. Stay precious. Stay precious. Peace.